Welcome, welcome to the Quantum Wealth Mastery Teleseminar Series. This is our first teleseminar series in the series, and we've got some great, great guests for you during this series, helping you to really step into what it takes to have quantum wealth mastery in your life, because it's one thing to have a chunk of money. It's a whole thing, a whole different thing to be able to know how to use that money to generate more money and how to have the consciousness to hold the money and magnify it. And, uh, and business has changed and is constantly changing. And our absolute goal with Quantum Mind Mastery is to bring you the very people who are at the cutting edge of allowing you to really tap into what you've got. So rather than you having to go out and become something else, really to tap into your own, what we call your unique value set. My guest tonight is a very special friend of mine. We've been close friends for, for several years now. Uh, he's also a partner of mine on another one of our shows on something called the Mind Mastery Podcast. And his name is Scott Patton. And he asks some pretty powerful questions that really make you think about things. And I want to put some of those questions forward to you to just sort of get you in the right mindset. And my first question to you is, are you ready to climb to the top of the mountain in your life, and whether that's your business or your relationships. There is an easy way and there is a difficult way, and there's no doubt about that. We've all challenged ourselves and probably gone the difficult way some of the times. Most of us take the hardest route possible. We jump into strategies. After they've lost their effectiveness, we spend countless hours learning unnecessary skills and rarely master them, and only to discover that they're outdated. There's nothing worse than climbing that wrong mountain. There was a time when it was when we were talking about the web when we used to say that content is king. Well, today, the quality of content is not enough. It has to be entertaining as well. But you don't have to be a good entertainer. Nobody's suggesting that if you're going to make money on the web, you have to learn how to sing or dance. <laughs> That's not quite how it is. Here's a big clue for you. If you've been on YouTube, you can imagine... Uh, some of the things you've seen on there. Imagine getting 30 million views on YouTube because you can't dance. <laughs> well, that's what uh, that's what somebody did. So one of today's top internet marketing, marketing mentors, Scott Patton, has helped thousands achieve their goals online. We are blessed to have Scott on the Faculty of Quantum Wealth Mastery for our live event taking place in Vancouver, Canada on October 15th through 18th, 2010. We've got people flying in from many parts of the world to join us and be part of that because we've put together just an an spectacular faculty. You'll have the opportunity while you're there, of course, to pick Scott's brain. Uh, (laughs) He has coached entrepreneurs who have never sold things online before who've made sales of $140,000 in 10 days, and that's considerably more than a lot of people make in a year. His promotions have pulled in $150,000 in one week alone. As I said, he's my co-host on the on the Mind Mastery podcast, which is heard by over 30,000 people every single month. Another one of his podcasts is called the Weight Loss for the Mind podcast, and it's heard by over 170,000 people in 52 countries. Scott keeps himself on the cutting edge of trends on, of online, and the past six months, He's been hidden away researching the mobile marketing and its impact on online businesses. Imagine driving thousands of buyers to your products for just pennies a person, and it gets better. Scott controversially says 
the web is dead, and there's a gold rush about to begin for those who are willing to get ahead of the crowd. Whether you want to use the, what he calls, unweb to expand your the way you present your business, start a new online, part-time, or full-time business, Scott will show you how in very simple, to easy-to-understand, jargon-free language is possible for you. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome my guest to this, pod, uh, to this tele, teleseminar, the Quantum Wealth Mastery tele, Teleseminar. Give it up for the Dean of Blogonomics and Podology, the King of the Unweb himself, Scott Patton. Welcome, Scott. It's good to have you here. Hi, Hi Dove. Thank you very much for that uh, that introduction. And, and uh, it's just so funny because we uh, this is what really what we call role reversal, I guess, because every week we do our Mind Mastery podcast, and I'm the one that usually starts it out, and, and here you are starting it out. It's really kind of interesting. It's a yeah, weird it's feeling because I'm – and, of course, it's uh, – yeah, it's great to be here, and I'm really excited to be sharing this information with everybody. Well, you've been, I know you and I have been chatting because, of course, we do, we do the Mind Mastery podcast together. And you and I have been chatting sort of in the background about all that and about how you've really started to take a different direction and sort of, as you said, get ahead of the wave, get ahead of the crowd. And, you know, everybody's been, of course, had it rammed down their throat. The way to go is Internet marketing. And, and of course, that's still effective to a degree. But you're talking about something quite different. Tell us a little bit about the direction you've been going in, Scott? Sure. The uh, I like to say the web is dead because it gets people sort of thinking a little bit differently than, than what they do previously. And what was interesting for me when I started saying that was uh, about a month later, and in this month's Wired magazine, the cover is the web is dead. <laughs> and, oh, really? and, uh, yeah, so I've got... Uh, I got a picture of me standing beside the magazine, uh, uh, you know, with the Wired magazine. The web is dead, and yeah. it doesn't mean the internet is dead. It just means that um, the way that we're communicating with one another, and business to business, and business to consumer, consumer to consumer, is changing so dramatically mm-hmm. that uh, the old ways, and it's not that old. It's, only, it's not even twenty years, really. Since no. the uh, World Wide Web became, uh, you know, very very popular, and people started getting, everybody started getting emails and and Google and Yahoo and all the rest of it, but the way that we're communicating is is changing, and and yeah. if and I like I call myself the dean of blognomics and pedology because I like to take a little bit of an academic look at things and so I can talk about history because I'm kind of the dean right mm-hmm. and I remember 1993 and 94 rushing as hard as fast as I could to learn how to use a computer and to get onto the internet and everything else because I recognized with all the changes that were occurring in the career I was doing at that point in my life that this was definitely uh, you know a, a game changer and I wanted yes. to yes. kind of figure it out what I couldn't figure out that a lot of people figured out was uh, how to use it to make money. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of direct sales approaches and email marketing and all that sort of good stuff. It is, uh, I shouldn't say I did, couldn't figure it out. I figured it out for other companies, but not never for myself. But you did actually I, help many people make many, many thousands of dollars using the traditional Internet websites, etc., right? 
That's that's correct. And, and that's and really how first, you build your reputation as, a, as an Internet marketer. That's right. That's right. I worked with a number of small, smaller, you know, uh, five mm-hmm. to ten million dollar a year companies, and I have always remember one where we, you know we built their website. They were um, a log home manufacturer, and they had about five different websites. And for four months, every time I saw the president of the company, I said, "Please, please, let me do this email marketing thing." And finally, he turned to me and he said, "Scott, you can do it on this site, and I never want to hear about it again." Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, right? So I did my thing, and in a month we had collected, you know, ten or fifteen thousand email addresses. Because in those days you just had to put up a form, say, "Give us your email," and everyone would. And sure. um, we drive, drove a little bit of traffic, and then I sent out the first newsletter. And the next day, the president called me up and said, "Whatever you did, do it on my four other sites." Because they had more traffic to one of their pages on their site than they'd ever had to their whole site before in one day. And that was sort of the power of, of email marketing, right? And and the web. And so how long ago was that? That was over 10 years ago. So that, you know, because to me that's really what I want our listeners to really know, um, based on what, what I was saying right at the beginning, which of course comes from what you were saying, is that, People are learning technologies that are old, and 10 years, of course, is not a long time, but in the Internet marketing world, it's a very long time. And if you're doing the things that people were doing 10 years ago, you're way, way behind the the eight ball, right? Yeah. Well, if you do email marketing, like I'm not going to tell anybody who's an Internet marketer they shouldn't do email marketing. I think it's just part and parcel of of what we do. But the fact of the matter is, is that you'll, if you talk to somebody that really is paying attention to stats, the delivery rate is terrible, like, you know, 60 odd percent get delivered. The open rate is really bad, so maybe 10% of the 60% that get through are actually open. So, and then if it gets read and everything else is totally different. Which is one of the reasons why the podcasting that we do is so exciting, because there's no spam filters. Everybody right. gets it who wants it. And yes. as long as we're giving good content in an entertaining way, uh, people keep coming back for it, and that's why the podcast has grown the way it has. So that's something you just said, in an entertaining way. So like that was what I was saying in the intro that that I've certainly learned from you, is that it, content is no longer enough. It has to be delivered in an entertaining way. And you're not suggesting that people start singing and dancing, right? No. Okay, so can can you give, give give our listeners some some tips on how they can make what it is they do uh, entertaining in such a way that people would want to be part of that? Well, I think the number one. Let me go back to when sure. I was first being trained to speak, because yeah. uh, my background was definitely not that of someone who would get up in front of a thousand people and talk, which is what happens a lot these days, mm-hmm. um, and so. At that particular time in my life, I was working for a company, the Internet Marketing Center, and they wanted to go out on the road, and I was going to travel around the world talking about blogging and podcasting. And so they brought in a speaking coach, and so he saw me present my do my presentation, and my biggest fear was that the parts I really liked, he wouldn't like, and they'd come out. They'd have to mm-hmm. come out, right? And yep. that I would have to change everything. And yep. that really was my biggest fear. And the first thing he said to me was, we want you to be more you. Mm-hmm. So, in other, so <laughs> and I was just like, more me? What does that even mean, right? 
And I think what happens to people is is we do something that's maybe a little bit outside the box and our parents or our kids or our sisters or brothers or a significant other just kind of hammers us a little bit. And so we don't ever want – we end up trying to be who we think other people think we should be yeah. as opposed to who we are, right? Yeah. And one of the things that I've really gotten out of quantum mind mastery and quantum soulmates and, and the other courses that, that I've taken from you is how to be let more of me come out, the mm-hmm. authentic me. Yeah. So when I look at uh, being entertaining – to me, it's being more of who we are, not less of who we are, and certainly not who we think we need to be for uh, the audience to appreciate us, right? And I remember reading a, an interview of, of an actor or actress, and I don't recall what, uh, which person it was, but what they said was, so they were asked, like, how could you do this really difficult, dark part, right? And mm-hmm. the actress said, well, I have to go and find that part of me that is that and bring that out. It wasn't getting a false part, you know, it wasn't being fake. It was being authentic. And yeah. so for me, when we're talking about being entertaining, we're, it, what it really means to me is being authentic. Because um, I remember once uh, doing doing some hiring and for the grocery store that I managed for half my life. And... There was a, a young Chinese gal came, and she just sat there. She I think she was as quiet as quiet can be, and we ended up not hiring her. And her mom called us up and said, why didn't you hire my daughter? And I said, well, you know, we need someone who's a little more outgoing. And she just sort of sat there and, and didn't say a peep. And she goes, oh, I can't believe that. Around here she's talking all the time. And it was like, right, She at home she's a certain way. When she's out in public, she clams right up. And so mm-hmm. if, she had, if she'd acted the same way she acted at home, mm-hmm. I would have hired her. Right. So, so what you're saying is that when when it comes to doing this kind of marketing, now, are you talking about with, by being more entertaining? Like you said, it's about being authentic. So, does that mean really? Because I I agree with you. I think that a lot of it has changed, and I think that the days where you know you had to go and learn your radio voice and all that kind of stuff is gone, and really people want to want to find out who you are. And, and it seems to me that's what you're saying, that, that the better we are at showing up as ourselves, that the more real we're willing to be, that, that, is actually, that is actually the real entertainment. Yes, that's where it really comes from, in my opinion. Right. Because people will connect with you, and if they connect with you who you are authentically, not who mm-hmm. you project out to be, right? Yep. I project that I'm the perfect parent, right? Well, then people don't, they don't connect with that. And right. I was at an, I was at two events last week. I was all over the United States, and I was in Denver, and I was in you know Denver's where where it happened. And Stefan, who everyone will meet in a few weeks, was there with me. And there were two presenters that I I just felt repelled by, like magnetically mm-hmm. repelled by, right? And I, I'm thinking I don't like these guys, and why don't I like these guys? And I turned to Stefan. I said I don't understand why I'm having this reaction to these two people. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, they're totally unauthentic. They're right. they're re- they're repeating a script, and they've practiced it really well, so it kind of sounds normal. But we can tell, and I think most people on a subconscious level could tell that they were not being authentic. So it just didn't work for me. Uh, so bottom line, bottom line, in the in the the newest evolution of marketing, 
getting yourself out there in the world, what I'm hearing from Scott, and I hope you're writing this down, is that to be really successful, you've really got to be you. And you, yeah. and that in truth, that if you're not being you, people can spot that. They can smell it like a like a bad smell very quickly. They'll pick up on it, and that doesn't make people trust you. So yes. the number if you're one inauthentic, tip, they're not going to trust you. Inauthentic, not going to trust you. So the number one tip from Scott is be yourself. Now, of course, everybody has heard that at some point in time. Be yourself. And and I don't think people really know what that means because they think well, they're I, being themselves. <laughs> well, I, I, so here's the next thing I would say is you're never yourself. Right. And, and if you're the – if yeah. Like the number of people in the world that are really themselves is a very small percent. So we can assume that everybody is, at this point in time is really not being themselves. They're being who they think other people think they should be predominantly. And right. It, you know, and it's kind of a harsh sort of thing to say, but um, it's really it's something that we need to work on. Everyone needs to work on being more of who they are because our society and our upbringings and everything that's happened in our lives and, you know, learning to conform to schools and universities and careers. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of... of uh, indoctrination, or I don't know if that's quite the right word that, yep. that goes on, that, that puts us into these little boxes. And if you look at people who have different, like in, in the entertainment business that are relatively successful, you know, they've kind of been able to kind of break out of those boxes. And that's yep. one of the challenges for, you know, what I'm, what I teach and what you teach and, and what we want people to do. It's like we're saying, well, no, we really want you to be authentic. We want you to have you know, definite opinions. It the pro, the issue that I think some people have with this is that well, someone's not going to like me if I'm this or I'm that. But yeah, but a lot of other people are really going to like you if you are. So you know, it's um, so it's let, not about this, being liked by 100% of the population because that's never going to happen anyway. Never going to happen anyway. You're right. So let's put this in practical terms. How how does someone take what you're saying? And use that in very in a very practical way to begin to market themselves on the web and on the unweb. And tell us a little bit about the unweb as you do that, if you would, please, because I think sure. most people don't really know what that means. It's a very it's the cutting edge, and I know that's what you do. Uh, it's the cutting edge of of where marketing is going, and actually where where technology is going. So so bring us up to date. How can they use it, and what is the what, what is the unweb? And how can they use what you've just been talking about to market themselves in the unweb? All right. So to begin with, the web is uh, it's basically like websites that people look at on their computers. Right. And so my question to everybody listening to this is, how many of you have a cell phone? And is that cell phone what's called a smartphone? And um, And if it is, then you're part of the unweb, even though you may not know it. So the way I look at it is uh, I've never walked down the street and saw somebody with their laptop walking down the street, tapping away, uh, writing an email, or looking at some web page. Uh, but I've seen a lot of people walking down the street with wires coming out of their uh, ears and looking at an iPhone or looking at a BlackBerry something or other that is, yep. is yep. connected. So the question then becomes... 
like what I used to do as an internet marketer is I say, you know, put up a web page, drive a bunch of traffic, and get the sales. And it, it occurred to me that the majority of people, although, you know, everybody is on the web, basically, like there's over a billion people on the web, um, that they, when were they on the web? Okay, maybe at work, maybe when they got home for 20 minutes before they put the kids to bed or after they put the kids to bed or, or those sort of stuff. But there wasn't a lot. It was skewed because guys like me are on it like all day, right? Mm-hmm. But but the the average consumer isn't. Right. So what are they doing in their day? Well, they're commuting to work. They're walking the dog. They're vacuuming. They're uh, working out. They're, they're doing all of these activities. And... What I've noticed when they do these activities is they usually have two wires coming out of their ear and they're listening to something or they're watching something. So then the question was, how do we connect with those people where they want to be connected? It's kind of like the, the, the big question I always ask people is, where's the best place to put a restaurant? Go ahead. The answer (laughs) is... Somewhere where it's busy. I guess where people are hungry. Exactly, where there's lots of hungry people is the best place yep. to have a restaurant, right? Right. And, and you know, you know, put it where people aren't hungry. They're just, you know, they're not going to come there. So how do you get a hold of these people when they're not at their computer? And mm-hmm. with all the technological changes that have occurred with, with the iPhone and the Blackberries and the Androids uh, operating systems and everything else, it became obvious to me that we need to communicate with them when they're uh, when they're on their phone, which I so then the, call the so un- the un so the unweb is where people are actually really looking on the on websites or, um, or doing getting connected to other things, but not doing it via a computer, not doing it via a laptop, doing it via a cell phone, some kind of smartphone, whether it's an iPhone or, or whatever it is, but some kind of phone, some kind of mobile device, and it's and it's about tapping into that particular market that for those people who are using those, which they're now spending more time on very often than they are in front of a computer looking at a screen and going on the web. Is that do I have it? Is that a clear you, way of saying you, it, Scott? You've got a real. That's a really good summary. The other thing to think about too is. It's it's not just the smartphones. It could be the unweb could be the uh, connection that your fridge has to the internet that tells you uh, you know you need to bring home two liters of milk or two gallons of milk when you come home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the GPSs that are showing up in cars. Um, you, you've got things like uh, you know wireless home appliances and home entertainment and all of these things are there's just this this coming together of all these different technologies and they're merging so that all of a sudden it's not just the computer that's connected to the internet it's everything is connected to the internet so i want to make sure i understand so you're saying that we can make money via that some technology that's wired up to my fridge that tells me to pick up a gallon of milk and half a dozen eggs well in that particular case it makes money for the grocery store (laughs) okay (laughs) right all right, but I but I want people to be thinking about all of these different things because that's where opportunity lies, right? Right. If uh, if if you're thinking, okay, you know, we can wire up the uh, we can wire up the fridge, you know, what else can we wire? What else is being wired up? And then what does that mean? How can we use that? And oh. I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay. Right? 
And so, so, and so just give me a minute because I want to want to make sure everybody's getting this. Again, okay. I, this is really important stuff, and this is, as I said, this is the cutting edge here. Scott's sharing with you where the technology is going, and if you want to be at the front of that wave in the new gold rush, I mean, you remember when that dot-com boom took place, and, and people just, some people got ahead of that, and they, they became millionaires literally overnight. And what Scott is describing to us here is the next gold rush in this in this technological world, which is the unweb. Now, obviously, this is a teleseminar, and I'm, and I'm going to do my very best to squeeze every ounce of info I can get out of Scott in the hour that we've got. That being said, we only have an hour. And if you really want to find out about what Scott offers, you really need to make sure that you're at Quantum Wealth Mastery, which is going to take place in Vancouver on October 15th through 18th. If you want to find out about the, about the program, you can go to Quantum wealthmastery.com quantumwealthmastery.com and when you go there um, and you probably went there in order to register on for this for this seminar but when you go there you can read through there and you can uh, get all the details of all the great speakers all the great faculty we're going to have at the event it's going to be an amazing event it's going to be held over four days so it's the 15th through 18th of October it's just coming up in just a few short weeks as I said, we've got people coming in from all over the world to be at this. It's going to be a tremendous event. This is our second one. Last year was outstanding. Scott was a speaker there as well, and people just loved what he had spoke about and what the difference he made. This is your opportunity to be part of this. So, again, it's quantumwealthmastery.com. Now, if you click on uh, the button to register yourself to be to actually attend the program, you're going to find out that the ticket price for this event is $4,500. It's a steal, and, and I know that's easy for me to say, and you might go, oh, well, that's a lot of money. Well, there is a secret code, and I'm going to tell you where you can get it. And where you can get that secret code from is if you, go, if you personally email Scott, so that's Scott, so S-C-O-T-T, at... Patton, P-A-T-O-N, mail, M-A-I-L, dot com. So Scott at PattonMail.com. If you write to Scott, he's going to give you a special code that's going to give you, well, let's just say a massive <laughs> discount. Yes. Um, it's, and it's a secret code because it's not publicized. We're going to give out secret codes on these teleseminars, but they're not going to be publicized with that they're not going to be made available to anybody who's not making an effort. We believe in rewarding people who take action, and you take an action to be part of this teleseminar series, and we want to reward that. We want to make sure you get great teleseminars, and we want to make sure you get the opportunity to attend this event, which is already, I believe, 75% full, which is great, and uh, you will get to be one of the, the last people who get to get in and just get into the wire to get in on the the latest in technology of really understanding this new gold rush, which is the unweb that Scott's telling us about. Now, Scott, before I went to that, what I was, you were telling us about was what the unweb is, and we were talking about before that about people being authentic and using entertainment, uh, being entertaining. So how, how can people use that authenticity, plug it into this up-and-coming unweb to make themselves very successful to be able to expand their businesses to get themselves out there so that people know who they are um, 
you know, how can they get on board with this and make it happen? That's a that's a great question, Doug. And the answer to that is how the communication has changed because mm-hmm. of the movement from laptops and desktops and the web to the unweb. And mm-hmm. the way we used to communicate was we would send emails. And of course, we know that words are five percent of our communication. Mm-hmm. When we're listening to audios, uh, the 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 excitement of the presenter, the the tones, the pregnant pauses, the way they go up and down, you can hear them smile, and that's probably closer to 50%. And then, of course, if it's video, uh, then you're you're getting to you know into the 90% of the communication. So we've had this massive success where we've only used 5% of our communication ability. Mm-hmm. So my question has always been, what happens if you take that 5%? And you move that up to 50%, and you move it up to 75 or 80% or even 90%. Right. It just strikes me as it, the connection has to be that much deeper. That, and that's, what, of course, why the authenticity is so crucial. Because if you don't connect with the person, if you don't feel they're sincere, if you don't feel they're being authentic with you, you know right away. I mean, there's no, it, you know, we have that gut feeling, and there you go. That gives us a great advantage, and it gives us a massive disadvantage as well, because if we're being insincere and everything else, that comes through just as clearly as our sincerity, which I think yeah. is you know, really a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. I agree with so, you. So when we have these small little contraptions in our hands that we're using to communicate with people, the, uh, uh, that's, where it, that's where it all comes together, right? We talk, we do, you know, we... We record audios, we record videos, we certainly do some, you know, writing as well. That's that's all part of what internet marketing is all about. But we take all of these things and we sort of put them all in one place and make them easily available for people on their iPhones or on their Blackberries or whatever, um, you know, d- mobile devices they're using, iPads, you know, iPods, mm-hmm. all those sort of good things. And But those things have to be um, optimized. I mean... I don't know if you've ever tried, to, you know, on your iPod or your iPhone to read a web page, right, yeah, <laughs> that hasn't real. been optimized for the web. Uh, let yeah. me tell you, it's not a pleasant experience, right? No. Filling out little forms, not pleasant experiences. And, of course, right. the 800-pound gorilla of this whole thing is iTunes and Apple because they've been at the forefront of really pushing this uh, this technology out there. Have they been successful? 8.5 billion audio downloads, uh, 3 billion uh, iPhone app downloads. Uh, you know, basically they've created a market of 200 to 250 million people who are very well trained in purchasing through the iTunes system, and that means that we can we can create podcasts like we've done. And I mean, I have to ask you, Doug. With our podcast, uh, I really appreciate the fact that you spent thousands of dollars advertising our podcast in Australia because I know you spent some time there, your daughter's there, and, and yep. I just think it was wonderful that you you did all that, right? <laughs> yeah, not so much, mate. And you didn't spend spent any money advertising in Australia? Never spent any money advertising in Australia. Well, never spent we any thought, money advertising in Italy either. Oh, or England. Hundreds or of people all over Australia and thousands all over Europe that listen to us every week. Yes, we do, indeed. So that gives you an idea of the power. Like, people have a hard time believing me when I say that 
All you have to do is put up a podcast and start talking, and people will start listening to you around the world. But over and over and over again with my students, that's exactly what happens. We don't advertise. We don't tell people because there's this massive 200 million uh, person group that is starving for information on all sorts of different topics, and there's very few people giving them any information. So it's really like the beginning of the Internet in 1992, 93, 94, when if you had a golf website and you put it up, you were one of four golf websites. And uh, yeah. you called Yahoo up and you said, hey, I got a new golf site. They would actually answer the phone and tell you thank you very much and put you into their directory. Not going to happen quite that easy anymore. And there's like 300 million golf sites in Google. Yeah, but when when you go do a golf podcast, for example, or a, a golf audio or a golf app, there is a lot fewer than uh, 300 million podcasts and apps and everything else. Which means that those people that are on the unweb and they want material the way they or want information the way they want it, right? Which is mm-hmm. to listen to it and watch it, and uh, even if it's to read it, because the iPad is great for that now. They want it in a way that's optimized for that experience, not the old web experience. I'm not saying the web is ever going to go away. Just like newspapers haven't gone away and radio hasn't gone away and TV hasn't gone away as those technologies became uh, older over the last hundred years, right? Mm-hmm. The web will always be here. But <clears throat> when Google goes and says that lap, not laptops, desktop computers in three years are going to be irrelevant, not mm-hmm. obsolete, not old-fashioned, irrelevant. Right. <laughs> I sit up because I think laptop and desktop are very similar, right? So I'm thinking it's going to be a couple of years ago you're saying that about laptops, right? Yes. And so well, what does that mean? Well, it just means that the way that we are going to be consuming information is going to be less off of our computers and more off of other devices. So people that are getting on to, you know, someone gives you a pitch that says, you know, Dove, you need to get a website up and you need to do this and you need to do all these things. And you do all those things and 90% of your market is on iPhones and uh, Blackberries and smartphones and, and iPads. You're, you're gonna, you know, it's going to be harder, harder for you to grow your business. You, I think you, we really need to be where the people are and, and working with them. And with 8 billion downloads, we know, they know, how to get the information through their iPods and their iPhones and, and that sort of thing. So, okay, let's make this practical for, for our listeners. Let, let's get this down to real brass tacks to them. So let's, mm-hmm. let's take somebody who's got uh, – let's take, let's take – we'll do two versions. We'll do one – somebody's got a hat shop. You know, they got a little hat shop on, on a little – just off the high street in Cucamonga, wherever that is. Cucamonga <laughs> and, uh, sounds good. Right, and, um, and they, you know, they they put up a website probably six, seven years ago because that was what they had to do, and you know they they direct people to the website, but they don't really know what they're doing with that, and you know it's kind of there, it's another storefront, if you will, um, on the web. How would someone like that use what the the kind of thing you're talking about to boost their business? Okay. Because so it may seem have- like it's a technological leap, a massive quantum leap that that may seem way beyond where they're at. And it's a hat shop, right? Yeah, just, you know, I'm making, yeah. up, making it up, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah, I just want to make sure, I wouldn't want to talk about, you know, shirts when you said hats, and I, and I just missed it. So, <laughs> hat shop. 
Yeah. So yeah. the first thing is, is Susie's walking down the street. She's got mm-hmm. her iPhone out, and she's thinking, you know, I want to get some clothes. And so mm-hmm. she does a little search in her Google optimized search thing, and a map pops up. And in the map, it has a little arrow, kind of one of those little bubble things, that points to where she is. Okay. Yes. yes. And it's got the street. And then it shows her three or four shops along the street that are fashion shops. So you're half mm-hmm. one of them, right? And so she's looking at it and she's saying, oh, I just have to go up uh, half a block on this side and there's Dove's hat shop. That sounds like, I want, like I'd like to go look at some of those hats, right? Yeah. So she can then click on uh, the little bubble and your iPhone optimized website will pop up saying, you know, we've got the most phenomenal hats and uh, they're the best fashions from uh, the runways of Italy, and and they're at a massive uh, outlet price discount. And so she says, wonderful. And this is called local search. And mm-hmm. local search on the net, on sorry, on on mobile devices, is uh, it's I think 60% of all searches on mobile devices are local. So mm-hmm. if you have a local business, a storefront, just like you mentioned, Dove. This yep. is something that is crucial for your business because mm-hmm. if you're not on there, because you know what? Scott's hat shop is a quarter block closer than yours to her, but I didn't go and get into the local search, and so as a result, she it didn't pop up, and she knows that she's got to go straight to your shop, not to my shop, and I missed out. And that's something that's going to be hap- that happens a ton right now, and it's going to happen a lot more. And I want to and, give you a little warning here too, Dove, because yeah. if you haven't trained your staff to be really, really nice, and she walks in and they ignore her or they don't treat her well or whatever, what she does when she leaves is she gets on her iPhone and she tweets, don't go to Dove's place because I was just there and was treated poorly. Or she tweets, go to Dove's place because I was just there and found these phenomenal hats. And 80% of Twitter activity is on mobile devices okay so and it, i mean that sounds that's, i mean that that makes sense to me it sounds like where it's all going for sure and is is that something that the hat store can do i mean or is that a very big technological leap for them you know do they have, do they need to you know hire some technician from uh from new york city to in order to be able to put that together uh, it's you have to hire 300 technicians from New York City to make it. Okay. <laughs> no, it's actually a very simple, uh, easy to do uh, process. Mm, okay. Cool. That's very cool. So now let's do another version of it. Okay. And this and this time it's, this time it's not a bricks and mortar store. So it's somebody who just you know who's who's looking to start a little business that. You know, maybe they have a job. They like to do a little thing online uh, or, or somewhere at least that's a bit part-time. It's not going to um, suck their life out of um, time-wise, but they, you know, they they want to do something. They want to find a way to make extra money on the side. How would they use the unweb? Okay, so the first question always is, what is the topic? So, what are they passionate about? What is their, uh, I think you you use a great term, genius blind spot. Yeah. So what are, what, are, what are you passionate about? What are you excited about? 
um, what turns your crank. Because if you're like I don't, I don't golf. I don't like golf. Okay, I talk about it because everyone knows what golf is, and it's a good mm-hmm. example. But so I would be a really poor, uh, cho- it would be a really poor choice for me to say I'm going to put up a golf website. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I just don't have the passion. A tennis one would be a good idea because I really like tennis. Okay, right. So you need to look at not what do I think I could do to make money, but what do I really like and and I'm going to do anyway, and now I can just figure out a way to make some money with it sort of thing, mm-hmm. okay? So then we go to, okay, um, let's take the tennis thing. Sure. So, all right, so, okay, I like tennis. I follow it all the time. I actually don't follow it as closely as I used to, but, but for this example, I follow it all the time. I've got an opinion on the different top players, top women players, all those sort of good things. So now I've got some choices one of which is, uh, do I want to create a little app that goes in the uh, iPhone app store and charge maybe 99 cents for it? And there's now there's some programming for that, so it's something I'd probably have to outsource. But I could update that app and put all sorts of good information and do my commentaries and everything else. And in the... In the App Store, there are uh, examples that, that I, I don't know that I have time to really get into now of 99-cent apps that have like 800,000 downloads. Well, I'll tell so, you one. I'll tell you one. That? I'll you tell, tell you one. Okay. The Fart app. Yeah, iFart. iFart. And, and that is, you know, it's, it's, it's an app that, that has been made and... It makes fart noises, and you can set it to to go off as you walk away. And it, and and who would have thought? I mean, I'm bringing it up because it's so ridiculous. Because who would have thought you could make money and and a very 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 large amount of money from developing an app that makes a fart noise? Yeah. Right. So you know, and you were saying you know uh, you can do this by do, tapping into something you really enjoy doing. Well. Make, if fart, make, if fart, making fart noises is something you really enjoy, you can make and you can make money doing that. And somebody has, as ludicrous as it may seem, that yeah. it really makes you wonder what is it that you're passionate about. Like you were saying, Scott, what's your genius blind spot? What is it that you really have an enormous amount of skill about? Something that you're really passionate about that other people would happily tap into and pay you ninety nine cents for. That's right. So, and I want you to think about the iFart too in a slightly different way, and that is the entertainment aspect, right? Because yeah, we talked go, about yeah. rather than just content, it also had to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. So, there's not educational content to the iFart, but there's certainly entertaining. So, if you have a sense of humor, yeah. then how can you turn that into into a? How can you convert that into a way that it would come out through uh, some either an app or or um, Maybe a podcast, you know, if you're a really good stand-up comic, you know, just talking about comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And these are all all ways that uh, that you can position yourself in whatever marketplace you are in, uh, in whichever way you want to position yourself, right? You could be humorous, could be, you know, more serious, could be a... But it, again, brings out your authentic self as opposed to... Um, well, and I know some people too that they create personas, but they're kind of like off, they're they're a, an authentic projection 
of a certain aspect of themselves, right? So yeah. some people have pen names, and, and they go at that as well. So uh, there's lots of, I mean, the whole world is opening up. And you have to understand that there are over 1.3 billion units of mobile phones sold every year. And when you take something like the iPhone, and it's, I don't know if it's six or $700 or whatever, technology changes and grows at doubles every 18 months, which basically means a $600 iPhone will be worth $300 in a year and a half and you know around 100 bucks in three years. Now, mm-hmm. iPhone will probably have some super-duper iPhone 8 out at that point that's still at the $600 mark, but the average you know, knockoff low-end uh, iPhone is going to be what we have today for the top-end iPhone. Yes. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So when and, iPhone... and what that means, basically, is it's going to be available to anybody and everybody. Exactly. So yeah. now, all of a sudden, you've got 1.3 billion sold. There's over 5 billion um, cellular subscriptions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so basically, in a planet of 6 billion people, uh, you know, 1 billion don't have cell phones, right? Yeah. And in two or three or four years... They're all going to be smartphones. Like, I don't think in three years you're going to be able to buy a phone that you only talk on. I just right. don't think that's going to be there, right? It's just mm-hmm. it's, it's just like in the old days when we had the Walkman cassette players, right? I mean, everybody had three of them, and it's going to mm-hmm. be the same thing with these phones. Everyone's going to have, you know, two or three of these phones, maybe even me, and, and that means that you've got a direct connection to all of these people. Mm. And you can decide to get on now and ride the wave, or you can wait three or four years and fight with everybody else that's already on there. You know, that's kind of what's happening on the web, right? It's, uh, well, this, this of course, is phenomenal information, and, and where it goes to is absolutely mind-boggling. We're talking in the billions here, which I think mm-hmm. is fantastic. Now, obviously, as I was saying earlier, this is tremendous information and of course it's only a small smattering of the kind of information and and the real we're going to get into some really nitty gritty practical tools during quantum wealth mastery where scott Patton is on faculty with us he's going to be speaking on the platform with us you're going to have him there for several hours he's going to go into the nitty gritty of the practicality of how to do these things how to apply it into your life so that you can actually use it to market yourself, to market your business, and that's going to be at Quantum Wealth Mastery, which is going to take place in Vancouver, Canada, on October 15th through 18th. It's a four-day event. We're bringing in the very best people, the very best speakers for this event who are really at the top of the game when it comes to really tapping into how you can create Quantum Wealth Mastery. And what does that mean? What that means is really how you can create wealth in a in a self-generating way, what that means is by a way of being you, the best you you can be, rather than having to become something else. And, and, and I realize that people are going out there every day and they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on things like franchises to make money. And, 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 and that's great. You know, there's a system to that and that's terrific. However, what we're talking about is really tapping into yourself and every one of our speakers who is going to be up there is going to be giving you the strategies, the tools, and the information you need to be able to tap into what you've already got so that you can really maximize 
who you are in the way that Scott's talking about for being as authentic as you possibly can by being yourself and really making that work for you to to really create enormous profit and really make yourself stand out from the crowd. And what Scott is talking about with the unweb and these mobile devices, ways for people to tap into you and what it is you offer, I mean, you really want to think about what that would mean to you. If you really want to grasp the concept of that, when you think, when Scott starts talking about these billions, not 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 thousands, not not even millions, but billions of of people who are getting these apps and who have these devices, these mobile devices, that is clearly something you want to be at the front end of. And I know that Scott and I have been doing our podcasts now for a couple of years, and. As Scott said, you know, we've got 30,000 people every single month listening to us who don't have to go to a website. They simply are on iTunes, and they subscribe, and it's automatically downloaded to their mobile device. Now, yeah, what would it be like for you? What would it be like for you if you had the technology, and you can, to be able to reach 30, just as an example, 30,000 people every single month who would be finding out about what you have to offer in in a very authentic way, in a not heavy salesy way, but you know, in a way that really go, they go, oh, you know, I have a relationship with this person. This person's terrific. How what would that do to your business? What would that do to to establishing you as the expert? Well, this is the kind of stuff that Scott is really offering you, and this is this is what Scott is going to be talking a lot about and getting into some real practical details for you about at Quantum Wealth Mastery. Again, it's going to take place in Vancouver, Canada, on October 15th through 18th. You can find out details of it by going to quantumwealthmastery.com. And when you get there and you hit the subscribe, uh, you hit the button to register. You'll see that the price of the event is $4,500. Now, I'll tell you that that we this is our second of this event. It was a sellout last year. Everybody was there to rave reviews about the event. It was absolutely phenomenal. Scott was one of the presenters. However, at, because you are part of this teleseminar series, because you've registered for this, we are giving you a very, very, very special deal. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's a secret. And what I mean by that is it's only for the people who have registered. So if you want to find out what that coupon code is that's going to give you a massive discount, you can contact Scott directly by writing to Scott. So that's S-C-O-T-T at Patton Mail, P-A-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. So Scott at PattonMail.com. And put in the subject line, Quantum Wealth Mastery. And Scott will write back to you and give you a special coupon code. Then you can go back to the website, put in that, that code, and get what can only be described as an absolutely massive discount to get you into this spectacular event where you're going to have the opportunity to pick Scott's brain along with all the other speakers, including myself, who are all going to be there to assist you to get into quantum wealth mastery. Now, we're winding down towards the end of the, the end of this teleseminar, Scott, and I really would like for you to really give us a rock-solid tip, something that our listeners can really tap into um, that is going to really get them to understand the value of this new gold rush, I'm calling it, but the unweb, and give them a practical tip for us, if you would, one piece of advice that you think would really get them going. 
Well, okay. The first thing I want to say is, is when Dov says that you'll be able to pick my brain, that's true because I'm going to be there the whole time. And uh, so when we go for breaks and lunches and all the rest of that, even after we're done for the evening, I'll be hanging around. So you're going to um, you're going to have every opportunity that to to talk to me that you could possibly ask for. So I just want to great. yeah start off with that. The um, and, and by the way, how 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 rare is that, Scott? You and I have been through these events where the speakers are speaking, and you know we know they come on stage and they disappear. Yeah, right? like I was just at three events, and and I don't think anybody was there for any longer than just their talk. Right. So the fact that Scott's going to make himself available to you as well, so that you can pick his brain, you know, aside from everything he's saying, but if he, you know he's going to be there to answer your questions, I think it's really great. It's very generous of you. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. So, the tip. Rock solid single tip. Uh, boy, there's uh, there's just so many different things I want to tell them about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you going to do that biggest, at Quantum Wealth? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, and it really, you know, Dove, I have been working on my presentation for Quantum Wealth Mastery since the last Quantum Wealth Mastery. Right, uh, it's just going to be it's going to be way different and uh, hopefully entertaining and educational all at the same time. Cool. Uh, cool. One of the biggest problems people have are getting prospects, getting visitors, getting mm-hmm. eyeballs to their website or to uh, what, you know whatever it is that you create on the unweb, whether mm-hmm. it's a podcast or an app or that sort of thing. So uh, <clears throat> there, and the, one of the ways on the web is to use something called Google AdWords, which is basically you pay every time somebody clicks on one of your ads, it shows up on the Google search page. Yep. And yep. normally, and it's hard to really say what an average is because if insurance is your business, it's very expensive. And if uh, chess is your business, it's probably quite cheap. But I managed to talk to a few experts, and they say probably $0.75 cents a click would be a good average kind of general uh, cost. And t- which basically means that if you had a hundred people, it would cost you um, seventy-five bucks. And, if, and of course, a lot of times when you do these things, you can get thousands and thousands of people. So yep. uh, on the unweb, because it is newer and we're right at the cutting edge, and it hasn't got the huge numbers of people at today that are uh, on it, uh, you know, marketing on it that that the web has. Uh, it's about three cents, mm. and so if you want to drive some traffic uh, through the mobile uh, and through the unweb, uh, there's a company called AdMob, A-D-M-O-B dot com, where uh, you can actually do an AdWords type campaign. It's one of the things actually that you and I are going to be talking about before our next podcast because I want to uh, get you doing that for. Uh, your app and your iPhone app and for yep. your for our podcast just to drive extra traffic and at three cents a click, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's certainly uh, a lot more doable than seventy five cents. It certainly for is. anybody, right? For anybody. So AdMob grew itself to a hundred million dollar business and they have over a hundred and eighty billion ads shown on smartphones. Okay, so wow. 
Yeah, even though this is the beginning, it's 180 billion ads. And you know what? Six months ago, if you'd asked me, I'd have told you 184 billion instead of 280 billion because a billion more ads have been shown in the last six months. Wow. So, yeah. So this isn't like, you know, oh, yeah, we do the three cents and nobody will find us. Like tons of people click on these ads because it's just like it was uh, 10 years ago. These ads are unusual. Like, oh, what is this? And they click on it mm-hmm. and they go and they look. Whereas in AdWords or in Google AdWords, you know, people are used to those ads along the side and they don't really click on them that much. So mm-hmm. so there you go. Uh, and Google bought AdMob for $750 million. So they're getting into this business big time. And, uh, and But I think, that that's a, I think that's a really great statement what you just said. Google bought them out. Yeah. Now, anybody, I mean, I don't, I don't think you have to be the world's greatest uh, internet marketer to know that Google is massive. And yeah. Google don't do stuff that isn't going to do huge things. Google is the biggest thing on the web, and they only do things that are going to make them even bigger. And when they put out, seven, what do you say, 75 million? 750. 750 million yeah. to purchase a company, that's a big clue, guys. That's a big, big clue for you, that how big this is going to be. Do you want and me to so, give you another clue, Doug? Yeah, go ahead, man. They went. They uh, they had a news conference the other day, and they basically announced that every new program that they develop will be developed for the mobile or for the unweb first, and then for the web second. <laughs> so it's already the number one priority for Google. If yeah. this is the number one priority for Google, you know as you're listening into this how big this is going to be. You yeah. need to tap into this. You need to tap into this now. And at Quantum Wealth Mastery, you're going to be able to get a hold of Scott. You're going to be able to pick his brain, find out all about it. You're going to hear his presentation. He's going to give you all the skills and tools he possibly can. And you're going to have hours to really interact with him. And as he said, he's generously going to stick around for the entire program. So, again, if you want to find out about this, you need to go to quantumwealthmastery.com. And then when you get there, make uh, make sure you hit sign me up. When you get to that button, you'll see the price of the event is $4,500. As I said, sold out last year. Absolutely fantastic event. Scott presented last year was a a rocking, rocking big hit, did fabulously. And this year he's coming back with the unweb stuff. So it's a brand-new presentation, so it's going to take things to the next level. And what's more is because you're part of this teleseminar series, there's a special coupon code. Now, it's a secret coupon code. We're not broadcasting it. You're not going to find that coupon code on Facebook or anywhere else. You have to contact Scott. So write an email to Scott, put in the subject line, Quantum Wealth Mastery, and then write to Scott, Scott, S-C-O-T-T, at Patton Mail, P-A-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com, Scott at PattonMail.com, and Scott will send you that special code. You'll go back to QuantumWealthMastery.com, plug that in, and you'll see you'll get a massive, massive discount. The event is already, uh, I believe, just over 75% full, so you're going to be the one of the last ones to get in. We've got people coming in from all over the world to see this amazing faculty, um, including, of course, Scott Patton, 
who's going to be speaking for us at that event. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Of course, I will also be presenting there along with uh, Diane Conklin, who's going to be speaking about, and she's going to be on with us doing a teleseminar as well, but she's going to be speaking about how to actually use social media in less than half an hour a day. James Malanchuk about using your your natural ability to become a very highly paid speaker on the speaker circuit. Peggy McCall will be speaking about how to create a viral explosion uh, with what it is you do so that it becomes viral. Everybody wants to know about you. And Stefan Stravakis will be speaking. Stefan is really the number one guy for positioning you to eliminate the competition so that you are the only place to go. And I'm going to be really, really, really giving you everything it takes to shift your consciousness to really allow you to be open to many greater ideas from yourself and tap into all of your own unique value set, your own hidden genius, so that you can really take what we learned in that program, apply it to what these guys are going to teach you, and really t- change everything around in your me economy rather than the economy. Because really, you should be in charge of what you generate. We know that the time is done for relying on everybody else for your income. Just as surely as the the the, web's, the web has changed everything, the mobile will change everything. And just as surely as that, relying on people to supply you with money through a job, those days are done. And you're going to really have to learn how to tap into your unique value set, create tapping into your hidden genius. And that is what's going to happen at Quantum Wealth Mastery. Again, taking place October 15th through 18th in Vancouver, Canada. If you're not sure about what anything we said, any of the details of it, if you want to call my office, you can do that too. 604-436-2063. I'll give you that again. 604-436-2063. You can call my office, tell them you're interested in finding out about Quantum Wealth Mastery. They'll give you all the details and fill you in. You don't want to miss this event. I want to thank Scott for joining us tonight. And, Scott, I'm, I'm willing to open up the lines for a minute and just see if there's anybody. I'm, I'm sure that you've given tons and tons of information, and we may have stumped everybody, and they may not have any questions. But are you willing to for me to open the lines and just take a question or two if somebody's willing to go there? You bet. You bet. Okay. And i got to tell you, too, I can't wait to see to find out my blind genius spot at Quantum Wealth Mastery, too. Good. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. People like yourself who are speakers come and take in all the value because all the other speakers have got so much great stuff for you. And so I want to thank you for joining us again. It was great having you here. And uh, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to having you on the platform with me at Quantum Wealth Mastery coming up very soon. Thanks again, Scott. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your generosity. And we'll look forward to seeing you very soon. You bet. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, man. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.